Okay, hi friends. Welcome to Screen Vomit. It's me, Kayla, and I'm here with my co-host, Colin. Hi, babies. And hey, we have a special extra guest, and Colin's going to tell you all about them. It's my turn for f- folks. <laughs> I don't have. I have more friends than just my fiance, <laughs> uh, who guested on an episode. Yeah, uh, the the giggles you are hearing of our of my good friend uh, Teeth. Yeah, Teeth is. Hi, say hi to the folks out there in uh, Radio Land. <laughs> Hi, folks. Hi, folks out there in Radio Land. Okay, okay. That was too much. Um, Teeth is uh, a good friend of mine, and uh, Teeth lives in Indianapolis and works works at a youth organization for uh, at-risk queer youth, right? Yeah, you got it. Okay, yeah. Um, Beyond that... We know nothing about teeth. <laughs> nothing else. They saw Hinder within the last year, I think. Yeah, it was awesome. It was the best show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know they are an, a true connoisseur of uh, the arts, which is why we have had them on this episode. <laughs> I love the arts. That's actually oh, the um, subtitle to our podcast. <laughs> I love the arts. <laughs> oh, good grief. Hey, what movie did we freaking see? Uh, we freaking saw this week the 2015 movie Into the Forest, uh, which you can find on Netflix if you haven't seen it yet, and then come freaking mm-hmm. back to the episode. I kept I kept making mixing this up with uh, Into the Woods. I know the, <laughs> the shit musical. <laughs> Funny story. The first comment on the um, trailer to this movie uh, from three years ago: <laughs> Into the Woods, Into the Forest. What's next? Into the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Great roast. Four hundred and thirty-eight likes. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Love that. All right. Well, yeah, that rules. So um, by the time this mo- this uh, episode comes out, it will no longer be Pride Month. However, uh, as of time of recording, it is the final hours of Pride Month. So look at this, folks. We just squeezed this bad boy in. Um, <laughs> so in this movie, we have Evan Rachel Wood, a notorious bisexual um, from one of my favorite movies of all time. 13 also in westworld and true blood she's the damn queen of the vamp I, <laughs> she's in the queen of the vampires baby <laughs> i freaking looked up because i was like who the hell i know the name so well but mm-hmm. i can't think of a single freaking thing that she's ever been in yeah and i look through her filmography i see true blood i'm like oh boy kayla's gonna mm-hmm. have a field day with this one <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. The freaking bloodhound she's over only, here. She's only in one season, I think, and she just has a small storyline. I mean, she is the queen okay. of vampires, but uh, she doesn't She doesn't have a ton of uh, screen time or anything. Mainly, I fell in love with her uh, in the movie 13. Have either of y'all ever seen that movie? 13. Um, <laughs> I don't think I have. It might be a little older than y'all... <laughs> I I think we watched this is classic. Mm-hmm. I took a drug and alcohol class in high school mm-hmm. because it was an easy A. 
and all we did was watch drug and alcohol movies. <laughs> and I think we watched 13, but I don't remember because we watched so many movies in that class. 13. Here's a little um, just info on 13 because it's a great movie. Uh, it was written and starred Nikki Reed, who was uh, 13 at the time that she wrote it. And it's about these two girls just getting into shenanigans being 13. And it was very... Um, came out at, uh, when I was around that age and uh, just never saw like these this kind of story portrayed of like two two like one of them's a queer girl and they're both from like a poor uh, neighborhood kind of joint anyway really good flick recommend Hell yeah. anyway besides that in this flick we also have Ellen Page notorious lesbian probably most notably known for Juno I would guess uh, you yeah. know, hard candy, those kind of things. We have Max Mengele. I don't know if that's how you say it, but that's how it's going out of my mouth. From Handmaid's Tale. Is that two episodes in a row that we've had someone from Handmaid's Tale? It is. <laughs> Sick. He's also in Horns with old Daniel Radcliffe. Um, <laughs> you like? We've talked about that movie a couple times. Yeah. Do you like it? I remember loving it when it came out, but I haven't seen okay. it since it came out. I mean, so... You're a, you're a freak. Yeah, that's true. We also have uh, Michael Eklund. Also, don't know if that's how you say his name, but he's in Bates Motel, a famous show named after me and Colin. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> Family business. And then uh, also Callum Keith Rennie plays the dad, and he had a storyline on the original L Word, so that's how okay. he relates to being gay. Um, also, <laughs> we have a lesbian director. Hell yeah, Patricia Rosema. Um, I don't think she's really directed anything else that I've ever heard of, but, uh, you know. So, uh, stars two queer people, directed by a queer person. Um, I guess I don't know how the men in this movie identify, but uh, who cares about men anyway? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, men are valid, I guess, or whatever. Um, <laughs> um, so it start. I I I picked it uh, mainly because I knew it started these two like notorious queer people, um, oh, yeah. and I was like, hell yeah, it's going to be gay as hell. But really, there's not that much. Uh, <laughs> And I, some would say no uh, queer content in this movie at all, besides just there being queer people in it. So, um, interesting. Yeah, I, okay. <laughs> Teeth, Teeth called me last night and is like, hey, I want to talk about the movie. And I'm like, no, we can't talk about the movie until tomorrow. Plus, I haven't seen it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like Kayla picked it because it's Pride Month. It's got, you know, two queer actors. And Teeth was like, well, it wasn't that queer. Yeah. And I said, what do you mean it wasn't that queer? Mm -hmm. And after having seen it, Teeth, how did you think this movie was any queer or did you just misspeak last night? Um, I made a note to myself that said Ellen Page's gay jeans look like Colin's jeans on me. So <laughs> that was a personal queer connection to the movie. And then also Evan Rachel with okay. chopping wood and a dress. Those were Hell the yeah. two things. Holy shit. 
Hell yeah. I, are you kidding me? And the cuddling. Some of the cuddling, even though they're supposed to be sisters, yeah. quote sisters in this movie. I was like, they have a vibe. And they talk a lot in their interviews about how like close they got on, on the set of this movie and stuff. And I'm just like, I wonder Ooh. how how close they got. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had a very similar reaction to their freaking closeness. Yeah. <laughs> bunch of freaking perverts i got on this podcast hey hey i got let's i'll do this now Lindsay said that too that like chopping wood is is queer yeah wtf i've never heard that and that ellen page had to teach uh evan rachel wood how to chop wood and that is also (laughs) extremely gay content okay holy shit have both of you chopped wood before? No. I have in my farm days. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you but had farm days. I did yeah, not, that's cheating. I did not do it in a dress, and that elevates it, I think. <laughs> Ellen Page was also wearing a flannel shirt for most of the movie and tied around her waist. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I changed my mind. Okay, this okay. is queer content. <laughs> Okay, okay, we we gotta we gotta at least get to the trailer. Uh, well, tell tell us the critic scores real fast. Uh, okay, yeah, we got some we got some pretty good cricket scores. Uh, we got Rotten Tomatoes giving us a good old seventy six. Pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. Metacritic being Metacritic, it hasn't been Metacritic for a bit, but it's Metacritic this time. Fifty nine. Fifty nine. Fifty nine. <laughs> and the Google users, the wild card, coming in at sixty six. Pretty, I would say, so, like, kind of almost negative reviews. Se- well, seems like this is like this, a C minus slash D. It, yeah. I mean, if you got a 66 in school, that's a D. 59 is an F, man. <laughs> this is what, hey, we're going to, let's hash this out. I think it is reductive to the percentage system to uh, apply the letters that we were given as a standard in school. I think <laughs> yeah. it sucks. Because. Almost everything is an F, then. Almost everything sucks. You just say that because you got straight Fs. <laughs> <laughs> no! But this is also why the freaking 100% is too big. Five stars is the only way to rate things. Yeah, that's fair. That's the easiest way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Because a two and a half star is still good anyway. Should we watch this trailer? Let's Let's just knock it out. Dad? Why don't I have a signal? Okay, there's no water either. There's nothing. Darkness and light. Now, crisis like this doesn't always bring out the best side of people. Things are starting up again, Becky's. I want you to go with me, Nellie. 
I just thought I'd come by to see if you're okay. Eva! Anybody there? out the gates i hate the trailer song <laughs> what i hate the trailer song is that what you were gonna say i was not <laughs> oh, okay what were you gonna say <laughs> but the trailer song does suck yeah um why was this movie set in just like 10 years in the future um i think they probably wanted it to feel like more realistic like i know that they made some specific choices about how, like, most apocalyptic movies, uh, or, well, this is based off of a book, first of all, so I guess that's the first thing to say. Um, but, uh, most apocalyptic stories have, like, zombies or, you know, something crazy like uh-huh. that. They wanted it to feel like something real that could happen to anybody because I feel like. Well, I'd have to get into what the ultimate message of the movie is. Think, yeah, yeah, but... yeah. No, no, I'm tracking with you. And I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, when I'm watching this, I was like, oh, remember when New York had a blackout? Mm-hmm. Like, five, six years ago yeah. or something. Just, yeah, you just, it makes you think about, like, how easily, you know, it didn't take much and, like, their whole entire world unraveled, basically, you know? Totally, totally. Yeah. What all I'm getting, all that's sticking in my caw right now, is uh, their TVs and computers are different. Yeah, yeah. Like they're all like glass mm-hmm. tablets. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I freaking can't with that because I think that that is the thing that more than anything else, like. They make the choice to make the computers and the TVs and the phones transparent glass with numbers on it. And that is like Mm. the classic apocalyptic movie feel. And I would not have known that this movie was set in the future otherwise. And it pissed me right off. Mm. (laughs) 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 Who wants a see-through computer anyway? Like, then you'd have to see all the stuff behind it. That just doesn't seem like... A good idea, in my opinion. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Yeah, so this is set in the near future, is the quoted time from now. (laughs) The near future. Same as when we watched Her. It was also set in the near future. So, who knows what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, just uh, talk notes, it is an A24 film, and we love A24, gotta say. And I mentioned it was based on a book, and that book is by Jean Helfand. Yeah, Hell yeah uh, baby. Ellen Page actually read the book and loved loved the book so much that she uh, helped produce it into a movie. So I like a good book every now and then. I guess me and Ellen Page have that in common. <laughs> yeah, you have so much in common. This movie is based around the story of two sisters and a dad. Uh, sisters. Eva and Nell, which are just shorter versions mm-hmm. of their uh, IRL names, 
Evan, Rachel Wood is Eva. Oh my god. And Ellen Ooh. Page is Nell. <laughs> I guess that works. Nell's a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> it is. Nellen Page. <laughs> and let's see. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood is a dancer. And she's doing lots of dancing for an upcoming audition. Ellen Page is a high schooler. Which, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> which is interesting because when this movie came out. Yeah. So Ellen Page in the movie plays the younger sister. It doesn't really say exactly how old they are, except that we know Ellen Page is in high school about to take the SATs, so probably junior or senior, and Evan Rachel Wood is out of high school at some point. And um, <laughs> But in real life, Ellen Page is actually six and a half months older than Evan Rachel Wood, and when, when this yeah. movie came out, they were 29 and 28, respectively. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> For the first, I want to say, 30 to 40 minutes of the mm-hmm. movie, the primary thought that was occupying my head was, how old are these characters supposed... How old mm-hmm. are they? Because I just could not fucking detach from them. <laughs> the, when, when Ellen Page was studying for the SAT early on, I was just like, she can't be doing this again. Like, no fucking way they're going to keep casting her as a goddamn high schooler. <laughs> and then... But her relationship, like to Evan Rachel Wood, was just uh, it. It made it me even question how old Evan Rachel Wood was supposed to be. I thought she was fucking a high schooler too. I was just like, I could not with this fucking casting thirty-year-olds <laughs> as high schoolers. Stop it. I know it is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was also mad that. Um, in their version of the future that SATs still exist. <laughs> yeah. WTF. Yes. We're... And that uh, she had to learn what a fugue state was to take her SAT. <laughs> I... Who... What kind of dorks study for their SAT? Yeah. True. And the fuck is a fugue state? That's not on the SAT. Are you kidding me? No. They're just like, read this sentence and tell me the meaning or something. I don't remember the SAT because I uh, did bad on it. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't didn't study for it. Yeah. (laughs) I was too busy being cool as hell. Anyway, let's move this movie along. (laughs) Okay, so... So the, this family lives in a glass house in the woods, as people love to do. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, just fully glassed. And they start experiencing power outages uh, in where they live. And everybody's power is out uh, for a long time. And at first they're listening to the radio, but then the radio also goes dead. So then it's spooky. And so the movie's kind of separated into chunks by time zone, I guess. So it cuts to ten days later. And this Mm -hmm. is the first time they've had to go to the store, which is interesting. And all the shelves Mm -hmm. are totally empty. And uh, no toilet paper, uh, you know? (laughs) Hey, we freaking know what that's like. Hey, hey, you know how many fucking toilet paper memes my mom has sent me over the past three months? I can only imagine. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so, you know, we know what this is like. 
Uh, no TP, a bunch of maniacs running around everywhere. Um, they walk in the store and somebody has a gun. This is America. Yeah. Yep. You know yeah. The- <laughs> Bikers being creeps. This is the most American movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I didn't think about that. Because on their way back <laughs> yeah. from the store, they pull over to like try and help the- this car that's on the side <laughs> of the road. And a guy just walks up with a uh, the gun and is like, step, you know, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't say anything. doesn't say a single word. But, uh, yeah, that's totally normal. Yeah. Uh, and when they are in town, we also meet uh, Ellen Page's boyfriend. And mm-hmm. they get yeah. drunk together. And she falls down and scratches her face. And that's normal. <laughs> yeah. It's normal... For your dad to be cool as hell that you were, uh, that you're wasted and he's picking you up. From your boyfriend. Uh, at 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very normal dad (laughs) thing to do, is not be, like, verbally berating your daughter for the entire And you're in high school, keep in mind, too. (laughs) In high school! If I, I, if I picked up, and I'm not a father, I want to say that. (laughs) I don't have kids. But. If I ever picked, or in the future, pick up my 16 to 17 year old daughter or son or uh, anything from a a party and they're drunk, they're going to get a little, I'm at least going to probe. Are you okay? How are you feeling? Mm -hmm. Do you know, like, what's your relationship with alcohol like? Because I'm going to be a shit dad (laughs) in that sense. Anyway. He's just like, oh, you scratch up your uh, face there? Interesting. He was cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, that dad did not care. No, and she, the whole thing was she was supposed to meet him at a certain place at a certain time, and she didn't show up there, so he had to come and get her from the place, too, that she already bailed on showing up where she was supposed to be. So that was And like... he did not even mention that. No. This dad so... is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like, is this normal behavior for this teen? Like, what is her deal like? Yeah, she's always, oh my god, because she gets drunk, not just with her boyfriend, but on a, a beach bonfire party. Mm-hmm. Classic. We've all been to yeah. those. During um, the apocalypse. <laughs> and Actually, as, they are happening now. Like... <laughs> Look up Go Topless Jeep Weekend in Texas. Shit, I gotta look that. <laughs> uh, That's supposed to be for the listeners. <laughs> topless Jeep Galveston 2020. Good God. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that rules. Uh, <laughs> these, it's like panning out from the uh, shot of like the boyfriend remaining at the bonfire. Mm-hmm. And there's seriously just like six people standing around the fire doing the worst dances just these extras who the, were clearly directed to just be like, you're at a beach party, have fun. <laughs> and it looks just like the worst fucking party in the world. <laughs> this is what party, what partying is like, babies. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Ugh. so they get back to the house uh, and they have mm-hmm. no gas. So clearly somebody's like siphoned their gas or something during this trip. And, uh, is that what you thought? Yeah. Because okay. he just got gas. I, he, I thought the gas that he got was the gas that they have for the rest of the movie. Well, he got gas in the car. The car was the yeah. car was filled up. Filled up. 
Oh, okay. And then, uh, yeah, right. when they got back, they was on empty. So they're, like, going to have to really save the gas that they got. Because they only got five gallons in the tanks that they got home. Oh, okay. And okay. as we find out, it takes I it takes two gallons of gas to get to town, which, if you put that into miles, so if you figure most cars get about, uh, I'd say, approximately 30 miles to the gallon, then... It's like an hour away to get to town, right? I know. T- yeah. Why are you living so far out there, anyway? That's because they got a glass house, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's the only place you can have a glass house. <laughs> but And yet, people still <laughs> end up coming to their house, even though it's so far away. Yeah. Multiple people. Okay. Interesting. So, we get a big scene here with the old dad and the chainsaw. Uh, our first mm-hmm. big nightmare of the apocalypse. Dad's cutting down the tree, and he cuts his leg and instantly dies, pretty much. Oh, yeah, not before yelling, I'm leaking, I'm leaking. Is that what he yelled? <laughs> yeah. That's not what he yelled. His daughter, do- no joke, I had subtitles on, and his daughters, like, hopped the- a log to see him, and he's like, oh, girls, I'm leaking, I'm leaking. There's no <laughs> I way. I don't think That's he said that. That's what it fucking said. I kind of want to pull up Netflix subtitles. right now. Yeah. If my subtitles are wrong, I'm I'm happy they're wrong because I have written in my notes, I'm leaking, I'm leaking. <laughs> I think it had to say bleeding. No, he he was no. saying something about how he's dying. So maybe it was like, I, I'm well, leaving or I'm passing or no, something. No, this is before he started saying all that. The first thing is they're like trying to put a tourniquet on him. And he's like, oh, I'm leaking. I'm no, leaking. No, there's no way. Yes, it is. I swear to fucking God. And from now on, that is how I'm going to describe my own bleeding. <laughs> Anytime I'm bleeding, it's like just a little leak. <laughs> Had a little leak in my finger. Yeah, when I become (laughs) when I become a director, I am absolutely making the decision to have my character say I'm leaking as they're bleeding out in the woods. Maybe he was panicking and like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, I'm dying, so I can't think that fast. Bleed, bleak, bleaking, leaking. I'm leaking. I'm l- it's just whatever. It's what my subtitle said. I'm looking it up, to be honest. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Okay, hold on. I'm right. I'm right to the part. So hold on. I'm gonna hear what he says. Girls, 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 I'm leaking, I'm leaking. Oh my god, he does. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? King Colin! Oh my. Just go to the part where he cuts himself with the chainsaw and stick around. That is you. absurd. Uh, about leaking. <laughs> <laughs> I can't oh believe boy. that's real and I missed it. Um, so... After uh, he leaks to death, um, <laughs> the two girls sleep with his dead corpse. <laughs> yeah. Yo, what? I guess I went to the bathroom and missed this. They sleep with his corpse? <laughs> it's 
So you were present for the I'm leaking, but you instantly <laughs> left for them sleeping with the I was... Corpse. Look, <laughs> Lindsay and I were watching this movie and eating dinner and doing all sorts of things. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, TMI, No, Colin. not that. Just mostly eating and wow, looking at the Wow, we know food. you're nasty. You don't have to rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then okay. after they sleep with his dead corpse, um, they take baths and... Uh, with their bloody covered bodies and just yeah. soak up in the blood, which people love to do in movies. They do. I don't understand because they did say that the water wasn't working and they are taking baths and using the toilet all the time in this movie. So Yeah, yeah I don't understand it totally, but it has to do with the rainwater they collect, I think? Because like, later when Evan Rachel Wood is taking a bath, Ellen Page is, like, taking rainwater and pouring it in the bath mm. that she's in. We only see it rain two days, and it's the last day that they're there. <laughs> they're, hey, it's freaking California. It rains all the time <laughs> yeah, there. as we know. California, where it famously rains so often. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's Washington. It does rain in Washington a lot. Hmm. They just say the West Coast, right? Uh oh yeah, I guess I did read it's like Pacific Northwest, so it doesn't I guess it doesn't it's... say where it is, but that's kind of where it's set is just that general yeah. area. Yeah, if it's Oregon Oregon or Washington, they might get some decent mm-hmm. rain, but it is an oversight. Yeah. Uh, that is not explained well. They do say there's going to be winter, so it's probably not California. Yeah. Hmm, anyway. interesting. So, then we flash to Two months, and um, mm-hmm. they're still like pretty normal. Like, I'm interested in what do they do all day long because it doesn't really show what they do all day long. And we're like two months in now, and as we know from being in quarantine for yeah. now four months or whatever, <laughs> you know, like two weeks in, I was pretty much losing my GD mind. And these people have been two months and they don't have electricity. So, look, Kayla. You don't have the gift of dance, apparently, <laughs> uh, that keeps you sane and mean to your sister. <laughs> uh, that uh, that was uh, the only realistic Evan part. Rachel. Them like fighting over stupid shit. Yeah, that was realistic. They definitely didn't like go in depth at how they did things all day. I don't know. I didn't question that. It is one part that like really stuck with me because they were just hammering in the dance practicing and the SAT studying and I was like is this what they're doing just all the time and later they start foraging but that didn't happen yet that doesn't happen until six months uh, I do think uh, I understand the sister doing the dance is indicative of her I think trying to hold on to some semblance of normalcy to keep herself sane mm-hmm. um, which is like mm-hmm. all well and good I can understand that that at least but like kind of makes the, sense relying on the SATs though it was so like foreign to me mm-hmm. yeah and I know I'm lazy and I don't give a shit but like even the dorks I know and knew in high school would have been like uh, yeah I don't think I'm gonna study anymore because you know, it's been a what after a maybe after like two weeks they'd quit studying. <laughs> um, I haven't because... gone to school for two months. I think the SATs yeah. are called off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, 
what are you going to do? You're going to get better? <laughs> like, you probably are the best you're going to get now. You can't study that much for a randomized test like yeah. that. It's just interesting. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they don't find books or anything until at least six months in. So I'm just curious yeah. what they're doing, really, for mm-hmm. those first six months. I get that Evan Rachel Wood, she at least has, like, a hobby. She loves to dance. She's trying to strengthen mm-hmm. her body. That at least, like, kind of makes sense. But what the fuck is Ellen Page doing? I don't know. And she is TBQH, the, the seemingly handling this all better than Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh how? Yeah, interesting. So yeah, they start fighting yeah. over dumb shit. They're fighting over candy. They're fighting over mm-hmm. the gas. I'm wondering also, how have they had food this long? For two months, you've never gone to the store one time, and you still have mm-hmm. food every day? I don't know. Maybe dad was a... Uh, when I think of my parents, they've got stocked houses that could last more than a month i don't know i could i think i even i could stretch my i'm looking at my thinking about my my little food shelves i could stretch it for a minute you think so maybe i don't know they did just go to the store but the store is empty never mind. the store was empty never mind and that was two months ago they did show them eating like a cup of food each time yeah small portions I guess, but even yeah, maybe just rationing. even a cup of food each time for a couple times a day for two months for two people, that still adds up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This what I'm starting to realize is as much as as important as the the apocalypse and the survival aspect is to this movie, it's really it doesn't hold up much under scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They all they just seem to kind of make it for as we fi- we'll find out quite a lo- quite a long time without much until uh, some of it expl- is explained later. But especially these first four to six uh, like two to six months are just it's rationing or oh how do they g- how you see Ellen Page sit on the toilet once and like <laughs> she pours some water in the tank or something yeah. uh, and we're just supposed to be like oh so you're having that much rain, you're having enough rainwater where you aren't pissing outside. Yeah. Because why Why aren't you? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you? You have a fucking, you live in the goddamn woods. True. Just go piss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like the plumbing, yeah. what's the situation with the plumbing? Are they just like letting their shit be in there all day? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Where's it going yeah. to? If, if water isn't running... It has to, it just, it, I don't know, it's septic, it's, yeah, it just doesn't hold up. And it, I mean, the survival and apocalypse aspects just kind of serve the greater purposes and stories, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. She also uses leaf, leaves for toilet paper, which is fun. Yeah. <laughs> they were good palm-sized toilet paper leaves. Yeah, big old boys. Mm-hmm. I just stopped wiping. (laughs) (laughs) What were you about to say, T? Oh my gosh. Was this the time frame with the chocolate egg scene? Yeah. I want to know if either of you were bonkers about that scene. A, I hate watching people eat stuff up close in movies. And B, (laughs) that scene was so misplaced to me. It did not belong in this movie. (laughs) 
<laughs> it for sure agitated me. I, I Around this time, I have a lot of notes of me uh, shitting on Evan Rachel Wood. Why? Why? Yeah. Look, look here. I got... I think I hate ERW's character and ERW for having a forgettable face. No! I, <laughs> for some reason, every time she was on screen for the first, like, 25 minutes, I was like, who? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I just could not... I got... Your face blindness came to me. <laughs> uh, no. And, uh... Dance, uh, I don't like dance, is a note. You know what's funny? I was famously in a musical last summer, and the choreographer for the musical looked exactly like Evan Rachel Wood. And then I watched this movie <laughs> where she's a dancer. I'm like, what the F? It's crazy. I was having PTSD. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and what's with, this is a little later, but what's with the sleeves outfit on dumbass ERW? Oh my God, <laughs> Goose said the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, I think it's just like a dance outfit. I don't know. It's just sleeves and your <laughs> upper back. <laughs> they show the back of her outfit so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they really want to hammer in how it's like, you guys see in this? Costumers worked months to think of this. <laughs> and honestly, she wears that outfit, I would say, 95% of the movie. She looks Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll, I'll, but uh, pretty dumb. Anyway. <laughs> That's dancer clothes. But yeah, the chocolate. Uh, I also, I don't know. In movies, they always make such a big deal about chocolate. Uh, we watched Alita Battle Angel a few episodes ago, and she eats chocolate and is like, this is the best thing I've ever tasted in my whole life and everything. And it's like, I don't know. I don't really care about chocolate. I think, it, I don't know. It's like a six out of ten. It's like mm-hmm. a two and a half, maybe three... It's three stars if you get dark chocolate. Especially those little chocolate <laughs> eggs. There's just not, yeah. there's nothing more to them. And it's old. It's milk. Yeah, milk chocolate is... Yep. <laughs> we give chocolate two stars. Yeah. It was presumably from their childhood, too, because she just, like, yeah. found the Easter egg in a trunk. <laughs> yeah. She's like, this is the best some old-ass ever. chocolate. <laughs> Oh, 27-year-old chocolate Yeah, because she's not 17. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, that was goofy. Um, also oh, in God. this timeline, um, Ellen Page's boyfriend shows up to the door, and mm-hmm. now he's living with them. Cool. Uh, and <laughs> they mm-hmm. go to Ellen Page's secret treehouse, and they bone... Uh, and this is Ellen Page's first on-screen nude scene, which is interesting. Oh. Oh. I didn't like this scene. You didn't like it? I didn't like that. I just don't... Did, I don't like it. Why it not? It uncomfortable. I don't know. <laughs> I just have not a fan of sex scene. Colin. <laughs> I didn't like... Hey, trust me. I like some sex scenes. Let me tell you. Uh, I just didn't like this one. Hmm, interesting. I don't know. I thought it was fine and normal. I think I think it is fine and normal. I don't know. I thought it was I fine. A, a... What's strange to me is that like they seem to imply that these people have just started dating, right? They don't even know each other that well, and now they're just like living together and gonna run away together. 
just mm-hmm. seems the apocalypse. after also yeah. not having spoken really for the last several months. I don't know. I just thought that mm-hmm. was interesting. <laughs> yeah, but he walked there for her. Yeah, I guess so, but I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty flimsy. Yeah, it it's flimsy. All right, it's thin. And they decide they're going to go to Boston, baby. Boston. Hell yeah. Uh, where they hear, or he hears, that they still have electricity and civilization, basically. Uh-huh. But how did he even, how would he even hear that? I, I just think that's kind of wild, too. I'm very pro the boyfriend's uh, opinion on this. Oh, yeah? Just fucking go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, was... I guess why not, you know? What yeah. do you have to lose if you're already, like, in the situation that you're in? Totally. You mm-hmm. might as well have something to, like, I don't know, actually look forward to other than the complete drudgery of day after day after day yeah. of nothing. And we've all read like, and or seen Into the Wild and wondered what it would be like. Mm-hmm. I never saw or, re- or read Into the Wild. Come on. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> it's a good read, I would say. I didn't really care for the movie as much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so could be fun. Uh, but interesting, how did he hear that? Then we pop up to six months ahead, and this is when they finally realize that there are books in the house, and they just happen to have books on, like, foraging and uh, all kinds of things that they need to know about, and so they start foraging so they can have earth food, and Ellen Page was concerned with getting pregnant. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood was like, you better not get pregnant because we can't afford to feed nobody else. Uh, Mm -hmm. which is ironic later, but (laughs) Ellen Page gets her period, which we love to see a period in a movie. Yeah, they never show periods in movies, and honestly, they should. I was, no, you're right. I was, like, I noted it. I wasn't shocked or anything, because, like, you know, I'm a cool guy. I get it. (laughs) Uh, But I was like, yeah, they, I was like, that's interesting. You never see that, like, exact film angle of a, a bloody pair of underpants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it probably happens. I don't know. I don't have them. Yeah. Especially to teens, I feel like you never really know when your period is coming or going. Like, you have no sense of your own body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just bleed everywhere. And then we have, like, a time when they finally decide to turn on the power. They use some of the gas... Mm-hmm. And turn on the power and uh, get drunk and have a night together. And it's cute. Yeah. Um, so we should, we're approaching this point, and I want to do a little trigger <laughs> warning that there is a rape scene. I should have done this up top and I forgot to. But yeah. trigger warning, and I will post in the description of this episode. Um, what time we stop talking about this. So if you want to skip ahead to that time and not listen to this part. So that's the warning. (laughs) Okay. So Stan from the store shows up at the house and I mean, you just know something bad's going to happen, right? He was fucking creepy at the store. Yeah. Yeah, he was. And his name is Stan. I mean, come on. Whose name is Stan? Only creeps. Lindsay literally said, Stan is a creeper name. And I turned to her and I said, you're really roasting your Uncle Stan there, Lindsay. <laughs> See, she knows from experience. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, yeah, this is also when uh, Evan Rachel Wood is trapping the wood with her beautiful dress on, and mm-hmm. which is queer content that we hate to see ruined in this way. But uh, Stan mm-hmm. does uh, rape her, um, which sucks. But I feel like if you're gonna show a rape, that they did it in the most tasteful way. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. No, it's... <laughs> yeah. You come to this this question, which is a valid question to pose, which is like, should uh, sexual assaults be depicted in uh, art and media? Mm-hmm. And I, I am not a, a survivor. I'm not a, a victim. I, I don't claim to be, so I'm not an authority on this. Uh, but from my very privileged perspective... I, I think it is not inherently bad to depict it. Yeah. Um, I think it can be done in a way that, because it, it art is supposed to ref- reflect life and be you know relatable and allow us to empathize and feel for these characters. Um, and so, I I th- I agree with you, Kayla. I think this was depicted in a, a very. Not, I don't want to say ta- like you're. <laughs> I painted myself on the same yeah, corner. Yeah, I know. Call it <laughs> you can't really call it tasteful, but mm-hmm. um, and acceptable, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's hard to find least... the right word, but I hope that the listeners just know what what uh, word we're s- reaching for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Even super like impactful and not in a cringy way, in like a ooh. They shouldn't have done that way, yeah. but just the the emotion behind it, they they hit that. I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's totally on the head because I felt fucking floored after this. Yeah, you know what? Uh, that's it. They they focused more on the emotion and less on like the the traumatic act. I guess. Yeah. More on the emotional impact of the traumatic act. You know. That's what hit me so yeah. hard because she is. In bedridden and depressed for, I mean, you don't really know how long, but it's multiple days. Mm -hmm. I would say months. Uh, Sure. Because they, the next uh, skip up is to eight months. So currently we are at six months. The next skip up is to eight months and she's still um, like that. So, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also appreciated, I thought that they did a really good job conveying Ellen Page's like frustration with Evan Rachel Wood not recovering and like yeah that's a particular Mm -hmm. emotional space to occupy as a sibling too so that was really real feeling and interesting the way they did that totally and this is where like that survival and apocalypse aspect is really helpful like in furthering and making the story very complex and layered uh because of course you also feel for ellen page like like teeth said and it's so hard not to because like in my head i'm thinking if i'm ellen page i'm like come on like we're, we have to fucking survive what are you what are you doing in bed all day but how do you do that what do you know what's happened and it's your fucking sister uh mm-hmm. And, and like, how do you cheer somebody up when you're struggling yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know how to how to put this in my notes, but this part of the movie, post the assault, uh, I was 
till the end, I was fucking glued to it. I was so engrossed and I felt so the characters felt so fucking real to me and I truly felt myself empathizing with them and uh, to the best of my abilities and just it, it was wild. I yeah. don't know the words right now. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably the best depiction of like what it's like to have been a victim of something like that that I've mm-hmm. ever seen, I think, in in a movie or TV. Hell yeah. And that's just my opinion. Yeah. I think one thing uh, you, you got to mm-hmm. say about this movie, no matter what, is that these two actresses, they just kill it. I mean, they're so good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I All of my complaints about Evan Rachel Wood and dance and all that, <laughs> everything faded away uh, in the ensuing scenes because it was just so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, like I said, I just felt so glued to this story. I, I was like, you guys, all right, I'm in. How are you guys going to fucking get out of this? Yeah. So, Oof. yeah, Ellen Page does so much to try and take care of her and try to make her feel safe. She, like, boards up all the glass around the house and, yeah, is just doing everything she can to, like, try and help her. And it's it's really sweet, but it's really heartbreaking. and Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did such a good job at capturing, like, the tenderness and how she was treating yeah. Evan Rachel Wood while also being, like, quite frustrated and trying to just like move on from it but like she doesn't get to make that choice and i think they did such a good job capturing that internal conflict totally oh, yeah it was it was uh yeah really good mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah. so next flash forward we're at eight months and ellen page finds you know clearing off a top shelf a note that says pumpkin on it it's an envelope that says pumpkin and the girls get so excited that they found this note that's probably from their dad just in case anything bad would have happened. And mm-hmm. they're like, okay, let's make it special. Ellen Page finally convinces Evan Rachel Wood to go out of the house for the first time to sit down and read this letter together. And they're they're just getting all pumped up, making it real special. And then they sit down and open the envelope and it is pumpkin seeds. Womp, womp. Uh, Man, that was heartbreaking too. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty. Uh, uh, I was kind of glass half full. I was like, "You got pumpkins now." I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, no, the emotional impact is fucking. It's just such like, at this point in the movie, you're just like, Jesus Christ, these are dark fucking times for these two yeah and it Mm -hmm. just keeps being dark really like because then ellen page hurts her back and uh evan rachel wood has to run outside and and get her and then massage her and then just like she's triggered by having to touch somebody and is like having you know a big episode about like getting really upset and crying and stuff and it's just so like it was gut wrenching, but totally mm-hmm. in a good way, I guess. Because <laughs> yeah, it's just really—I don't know—it's really uh, intense. It's weird to try to compliment this movie for depicting yeah. such horrid things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. But it depicts the horrible things in such a beautiful, 
way. Actually, Evan Rachel Wood had a great quote about it. Um, I wrote it down. There's so many gruesome, horrible things going on, but it's still kind of beautiful at the same time. And I think that's kind of what life is like. And sure. That's what Evan Rachel Wood said about the movie. And uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think that's uh, what we're seeing here. <laughs> that's what we're trying to yeah. say. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's they're doing something that I think maybe adults might have done sooner, which is like try to actually give yourself a fucking purpose uh, through this. And like Ellen Page is looking at like, all right, I'm just going to fucking garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my phone, my phone quacked. Oh my God. Uh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know my my ringer on. Um, yeah, no, Ellen Page and then uh, Evan Rachel Wood kind of stumbles into her purpose. But yeah, just finding something to do because everything else is so fucking horrible. Uh, and if you don't, you know, occupy yourself with something, you're just going to, you know, go insane. Yeah. Yeah, so right after this is when we see uh, Evan Rachel Wood puking, and you know, anytime you see a woman puke in a movie, it's uh, yeah. only one one reason why that ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, okay. <laughs> She's Ellen Page is like going like, oh, it it's, it could be this, it could be that. And Lindsay and I are both like, it's pregnancy. And she's like, it could be dysentery. It's like, no, it's, it's pregnancy. It's pregnancy. How do you not fucking know, know it? I would love to see a woman have food poisoning and then <laughs> no baby. <laughs> yeah. Give me a hey. woman who shits and pukes for a real reason. <laughs> bridesmaids. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> they get food poisoning and bridesmaids. Hell yeah. I don't remember that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, that's totally different because they're puking and shitting at the same time. <laughs> so it's not a I pregnancy puke scene. Well, yeah. that's the p- anyway. You're right. You're right. We need a pregnancy <laughs> puke scene where it's then just food poisoning. Oh my god. <laughs> All yeah, right. and you know, just every time a woman's in a movie and pukes, you know she's going to be pregnant. And I'll tell you, that's harmful to real life because every time I've totally. puked in real life, the first thing somebody says is, oh, are you pregnant? But guess what? Leave me a damn loan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Leave Kayla <laughs> mm-hmm. a damn loan. <laughs> <laughs> Title of episode. <laughs> um, so next cut in this movie is... 15 months and Evan Rachel Wood is pregnant for sure and mm-hmm. she's B12 deficient as they find out by reading an encyclopedia which is interesting these books are goddamn magic <laughs> so they find out you get B12 from animal products but their own animals were previously murdered so they have to go and uh, murder a pig and so Ellen Page uh, climbs up in a tree, shoots a pig, falls out of the tree. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> her falling out of the tree, I got to say, was funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It got a chuckle out of me. Yeah. Just dunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, and so she actually did have to learn how to butcher a pig for this movie. No she It's shit. an actual real scene of her butchering a pig um and she's 
she's like pretty staunchly vegan uh, in real life. So I think that's interesting dedication. And yeah, that's oh man, that would that would be like a disqualifier for me for any yeah like a, any job or role. No, I can't fucking butcher a pig. No freaking way, dude. Yeah, and she said she found it really upsetting and gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, they show the whole fucking thing, too. Like, Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's gross to watch, s- too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. You see her pull out all the guts. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Shit nasty. Yeah. So they have, um, they just happen to have laying around the house huge things of lye and um, food grade uh, preservation salt uh, so that they can make homemade soap and uh, preserve all this meat that they mm-hmm. have with no refrigerator. Uh, as we all do, have huge things of lye and uh, food-grade preservation salt laying around the house. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm sitting in my closet on my lye box. Quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> so the roof has been leaking for much of the movie, and in the middle of the night, I think, it just, part of it falls in. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> somebody left somebody left this comment on the on the trailer which I thought was funny. Uh the roof caved in after a year with no internet or something. <laughs> yeah. I, that is a another one of the like survival aspects that I was like, okay. The house is in decay. Yeah. Uh, after it's one this, year. <laughs> yeah. I, I once uh, was fortunate enough to go to an, an island that had been uninhabited. It was inhabited for like a brief time and then uh, from like the 60s to like the 90s and then it was uninhabited. And like what seemed like what happened from 90 to like I was there in like 2010. Um, it's like 20 years of decay. All it is is just there's plants on everything. Mm-hmm. Plants just, it's just ivy grows on everything. Not everything is fucking destroyed. Yeah. Jesus. No, and that was a nice house. It was a nice house. It was. Exactly. (laughs) You got that handy ass dad. Mm -hmm. You know he had a reinforced roof. Yeah. A big old WTF moment, folks, huh? Mm hmm. Yeah. One year with no internet and the roof caves. Um,. So they decide to go to the treehouse, and yeah. I think this is when, yeah, when Evan Rachel Wood's having the baby, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, she says she can't give birth in the house because there's black mold everywhere. No, that was after she gave birth, because this was a WTF moment yeah. for me. Oh. She's like, I am yeah. in the middle of having my baby, and I need to go hike in the woods for three miles and get to this uh, treehouse yeah. up a hill. I'm like, how did they even make it to this treehouse? Yeah. And uh, then she has the baby she was like squatting for a while goo was like i didn't think that's the position that women had babies in but maybe it's just me um (laughs) she's like squatting down uh and then yeah pops out the baby and they go back to the house and evan rachel wood says that yeah that's when she says it's full of black mold and they have to set it on fire (laughs) that okay okay it's the only way I right. It was a little extra. 
I, I, I can only understand it on a symbolic level. Mm-hmm. There is no practical purpose to burn it down. I think kind of her reasoning was that, like, people would come looking for them. It was flimsy as fuck. Yeah. But she also was maybe, like, paranoid about Stan coming back for them or, like, trying to totally, find totally. them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But still. <laughs> I was like, Lindsay, I was like, they should have just they take the gasoline with them. And Lindsay is smart enough to be like, uh, that's heavy. They don't want to carry that the whole way. And I'm like, okay, fair. Take some of the gasoline. I don't know. <laughs> Put fucking wheels on it. Like, Well, I thought it was interesting that they did bring so much stuff. Uh, Ellen tons. Page packed up, like, practically the whole encyclopedia set. Um, yeah. And they have, like, three gigantic, those, like, huge hiking, uh, intense backpack. camping backpack things. Yeah. Um, and Ellen Page is carrying all of it while Evan Rachel Wood carries <laughs> yes. the baby. And, and we've seen in the movie that they have a wagon. So, like, why did they not grab the wagon? I don't know. <laughs> it, for a symbolic purpose, burning the house down was tight. Yeah. Uh, for their survival. Mm-hmm. Dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. You know what else? Somebody always has to have a baby when it's the apocalypse. Doesn't that always happen? Always. Yeah, I feel like it does. Freaking mm-hmm. Dawn of the Dead. Freaking every time, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's just, I guess you are. You're right. It is overused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get it. Pregnancy's <laughs> hard. I gotta say, and- this moment was another moment, the last moment of the movie, really, where I was like, gay, because you see. <laughs> you see Ellen Page walking behind Evan Rachel Wood carrying a baby with Ellen mm. Page just has three giant ass bags full of shit and she's like this tiny human carrying it up a hill in her flannel and then the other <laughs> femme person has a baby and I just like if it weren't for the whole rest of the movie I would have been like, they're a couple. They're not sisters. This should have been about a lesbian couple who lives in the woods. It should have been. And Honestly, Kayla, to your point earlier, like, I thought there was something between them. And I was expecting a plot twist where, like, surprise, they're not actually sisters. They're like, I don't know. I found our secret me? birth certificate that says we're not actually my sister. Yeah. Oh, sick. Now Holy we can shit. fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. No joke. When, when they're opening the pumpkin letter, Lindsay was like, oh, it's going to be your birth certificate. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Pumpkin, just had to tell you, y'all aren't actually related. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, my God. Uh, you so, think they would have boinked afterwards? I, I think it would take a little bit of time to, like, get over, like, having oh, like, sure, sure, to sure, unlearn yeah. the, like, sisterness of it all. Um but then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give us an extended cut where. Oh uh... yeah, the deep cut, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So um, so yeah, they go to the treehouse, which they packed all that stuff just to go to the treehouse <laughs> that's like in their yard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I'll tell you, this movie is called Into the Woods. Or into the forest, and uh, 
this whole damn movie, I've been waiting for them to go into the forest, and they don't go into the forest till like the very last. <laughs> that's the end of the movie is them going into the forest. <laughs> that's yeah, that's fair. I did keep wondering when are they gonna go in the forest for I a know. long time, yeah. and I was like, they're in it a couple times, but just for a little bit. <laughs> I was waiting the whole movie. Like they should have. This movie is mistitled, in my opinion. It needs to be something 100%. else. I don't know what else. But yeah, not into the also, forest. Also, uh, Ellen Page tries dog food. Did she? <laughs> yeah, do you guys? Oh she yeah, opens the can and is like black. Mm-hmm. Didn't they like bark or something? <laughs> yeah, well, early on, they, Dad opens it because yeah. it's like they're unmarked cans, and he goes woof. And then she tries it later, and I'm thinking, what do you mean black? Uh, shovel it down. I bet dog food's not that bad. I had a friend when I was a kid who ate cat food all the time. Okay, that's insane. <laughs> I bet it's really salty. Her and, <laughs> her, and yeah. her sister both would go, like, sneak into the cabinet and get <laughs> handfuls of cat food. What the? And eat it all the time. <laughs> They'd sneak behind their mom's back and go get handfuls of cat food. That's fucked up. <laughs> I've never realized how fucked up this is. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. what? I hope they're doing okay now. I looked them up not too long ago because I was like, you know, Facebook's tight because you can just be like, where's this yeah. person I haven't seen in 25 years that I just randomly thought of? And then <laughs> you're heads, <laughs> you can just heads of a cat food company. <laughs> I don't know what they do for their jobs, but uh, I remember uh, one of them I always thought was a lesbian growing up, and she's married to a man now, so I guess, you know, that didn't pan well, out, but... Not yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Only time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah. Just interesting. Oh. Um. So, yeah, that's the uh, fucking roll creds, actually. That's the end of the movie. Um. So I had a, a yeah we're both we're all silent um, <laughs> I had a couple of quotes written down uh, of from reviews about uh, just the general feeling or meaning of the movie because uh, I'll tell you I found the ending to be a little unsatisfying um, sure. and and I'm not the only one you know most of the reviews I read were kind of felt the same way <laughs> yeah um but so uh, I got three little things to read. Um, so one of them is from the Roger Ebert uh, website. And um, mm-hmm. it was like about finding the ending unsatisfying. And it was like one could argue that by giving the viewers an uncertain conclusion, the director is attempting to put viewers in the footsteps of the protagonists of the two girls. So that's kind of interesting because you're uncertain about how their future is going to go. But they are too. So you're kind of. You know, puts you sure. in their feet. Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting take. And uh, I didn't write down who this one was from. After the man of the house dies in a freak accident and the two girls are left to care for themselves, hints begin to emerge that this may not be the doomsday after all, but rather the dawn of a new era in which women are freed from the patriarchy and reacquainted with their innate power. That was kind of a cool way to look at it. Sure. Yeah, what do you think? cool. Yeah. High feminist message. <laughs> we don't need no man <laughs> mentality. 
I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just the last one, um, that uh, the movie is about realizing that we are so much more resilient than we give ourselves credit for. Um, which, yeah, I agree. Totally. I agree and think it's cool. Super yeah. cool. Yeah, I think uh, the apocalypse is all fucked up, but I think people will do a lot better than they think they will. Yeah. I mean, Ellen Page even says in the movie something, or which one? Who said it, actually? Maybe it was Evan Rachel Wood. I don't know. Whatever. One of them says in the movie, like, you know, people have been on Earth for, like, 200,000 years, and we've only had electricity for, like, 100 years, for, and yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, they have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, people would figure it out again, and, uh, <laughs> I mean, it sounds kind of wild, uh, a wild stretch to compare it, but I feel like... Part of the reason I'm such a confident person is because I stretch the limits of my, like, humanity so often when I was younger, especially, like, in my 20s, like, going on, like, like, touring all the time or, like, going on these wild road trips and stuff like that where, I mean, Colin, you know how it was. (laughs) Yeah, you lived a wild, transient lifestyle. Yeah, Uh, basically. uh, Nobody knew what state I lived in anymore. (laughs) Yeah, you were all over. You once told me that you went to Chicago every weekend. That's true. You were living in Indy. Sometimes I, was I like, would I would work, get up for work, and go to work my full day, um, as I had a full time job still, and get off of work, drive up to Chicago, uh, see a show or two or maybe even three, uh, and then drive back to Indy uh, just in time to go to work again. <laughs> the next day <laughs> okay that's right <laughs> and possibly sleep in my car somewhere for like 45 minutes and and just go to work <laughs> okay that, that is me. yeah <laughs> it's amazing stuff like that <laughs> so but i used to do that shit like constantly and you just yeah. really push the limits of like how long can I go without eating and be okay? Or like, how much? Oh, yeah. How much can I not sleep and still actually be functional? Um, I've or... definitely done that one. I've never done the how long can I go without eating? Well, uh, I, you know, I've maybe not. I've not gone until I was like gonna die or anything. But uh, <laughs> you know, just you can yeah, yeah, you yeah. can make it a lot farther than you think you can until you actually push the limits of how far you can go. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. That's a great message to take mm-hmm. from the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting. Hell yeah. Makes you think. Kayla, what you want to do? What, what kind of rating you giving this bad boy? What am I rating it? I still am not. I feel undecided because there's so many things about this movie that I really love. Like, I really love the actors. Um, mm-hmm. There are parts of the story that I really love. Like, we've, you know, mentioned with, like, how they dealt with the trauma and like the two girls relationship and stuff like that i really loved yeah um but i still i felt like i was waiting for something the whole time or most of the time not the whole time um and yeah i did feel a little unsatisfied by the ending i kind of wish they would have had to go to wilderness sooner (laughs) and then we got some wilderness living in this movie that would have been really cool so yeah i feel kind of split so i think i'm gonna go three hell yeah how about you uh this gets like a three and a half out of me yeah the second half of the movie is incredible the first half for me was just kind of a slow 
sometimes interesting, like, I don't know. The first half just did not encapsulate or engross me. Yeah. And then the second half, I'm just, like, fucking in. Um, I just really love the two girls and their relationship. I thought it's just so good in this movie. Yeah. Teeth, what are you giving it? Yeah, I'm sitting at a good 3.5. I just genuinely didn't like the plot all that much, but the acting (laughs) was awesome. Love the acting and the emotion portrayed. I also, this this didn't come up, but I liked the freaking sound play with the metronome throughout it. I found, Mm, yeah. yeah. I found that great. I liked the filming. So yeah, three point five. Hell yeah. Yeah. Was there anything else that we didn't mention that we should? I got nothing. Nope. Nothing else. That was it. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So would we recommend this movie? For sure. Yeah. yeah I definitely check this movie out. I think. I think I'm gonna say yeah too. Teeth, what do you think? Yeah, I think so. I'd I'd recommend people see it once. Maybe give it a rewatch. Hell yeah. It's not that long, was it? What's the the old one? Hour 40. Hour 40? Yeah, not so bad. No. Uh, And it's on Netflix, so it's easy. Easy access. Um, All right, so we're done talking about this movie. Now it's time for Screen Vomit. So in this part of the podcast, we talk about what else we've been watching besides the movie we just talked about. So, Colin, what have you been watching? Lindsay and I just were, like, sitting down to dinner. We're like, let's just put something on. We don't want to, you know, bother with the whole search thing where you search for fucking 40 minutes. So we watched Along Came Polly from 2004 with Ben Stiller and Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) And I tell you what, it fucking sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Good God. Oh Philip Seymour Hoffman is in it, and he rules. He's hilarious. Yeah. Everything else blows. It's fucking... <laughs> That's where, like, Jennifer no Aniston has a bird, right? <laughs> she has a ferret. You're, oh, a ferret. Yeah, you're, okay. You'd be fine to not remember what oh, fucking yeah. exotic is animal Is he blind or something? <laughs> Doesn't he, like, run is... into walls constantly or something? Yeah, the, fer- yeah, the ferret like, is I'm blind. I'm pretty <laughs> sure the, the animal, whatever animal it was, is blind. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, an incredibly minor point amongst the thousand <laughs> other minor points. I remember when that movie came out, I just saw the trailer like a trillion times. It was like always on TV or at the movies or whatever. I was seeing that trailer everywhere. Yeah, well, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just like... Uh, I don't want to get into it. It sucks. <laughs> don't watch it. Uh, and then uh, today I started a show at my at uh, Lindsay's dad's request, actually, uh, called Midnight Gospel. Okay. It's on uh, Netflix. And uh, it's the same dude who did Adventure Time. And it's basically this, like, a person. It has a planet simulator. It's animated, by the way. He has a planet simulator, and he goes to these uh, various simulated planets and talks to these simulated people. Uh, and in actuality, the simulated person he like interview he like interviews it because he has a radio show. The person he's interviewing is like a guest. So like, the one I just watched is a guy who I don't love, but whatever. It's Doctor Drew Pinsky. 
mm. um, from Celebrity Rehab and such. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to be a big Dr. Drew fan back in the day. You did? Yeah. I used to listen to Loveline on the radio every night for like several years, and I do own his book. I literally cannot remember why I don't like him, but he has a bad... Like, when I... I, I think I feel like something's that. happened in like the last few years that he like did something shitty or said something shitty or I don't know. At yeah. a certain at a certain point he just became like too rich that he's like not a human anymore, you know? Something like that. A, he I, used I to be even... a doctor that really helped people though. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a controversial section on his Wikipedia, so anyway. Um <laughs> But at any rate, like it's really just an like they just this episode I just watched, uh, they just talk about, like, uh, mental health, psychedelics, and meditation, and, like, getting in touch with yourself, all while, like, crazy shit's happening in animation. Um, I love it. It's really fun, and I'm actually excited to watch a TV show again. Aw. Anyway, that's it. Sick. Very cool. Keith, what have you been watching? Uh, let's see. I watched Jurassic Park the other day. I have been wanting to watch it very badly, and then... My partner and I found out that it was at the drive-in here in Indy. So we went, had a little drive-in date, saw Back to the Future and Jurassic Park, and it was awesome. I used to watch Jurassic Park every single day when I was a child after I took a bath while my mom combed my hair. So (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) I have very sweet connections to it, and I haven't seen it in a while, and I became obsessed with Laura Dern a couple months ago because I watched Big Little Lies and then I forgot she was in Jurassic Park. So that was like an incredible surprise. Um, I also have been watching Avatar The Last Airbender. It's on Netflix. Best cartoon. Love it. It's awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That it for you? That's it for me. Sick. I watched... I also watch. Did we all just watch one movie and one show? That's pretty sick. Yeah, <laughs> that rocks. Okay, so I watched one movie, which was Eurovision, the new movie with Will Ferrell, uh, and uh, oh shit, what's her head? Rachel McAdams. Yeah, so it's got Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell. Have y'all heard of it? Uh, no. Oh, okay. So there. Do you know what Eurovision is? Oh wait. Oh yeah. It it just came on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I saw this. Yeah. Uh, so it is. A huge competition that happens every year in Europe. And, uh, you know, there's basically a a movie about how Will Ferrell, he plays like an Icelandic dude. And uh, Mm -hmm. it's it's been his life's dream to make it onto Eurovision. And so him and Rachel McAdams have a band and they, they end up making it onto Eurovision. Hell yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, it's kind of just like a fun romp. It's not really meant to be like broken down or anything, but it also does mm-hmm. have like a pretty diverse cast. Like a lot of the other people who are at the Eurovision actual contest or whatever, like there's a lot of trans people in there. There's a lot of like people of color. There's like all kinds of people in there. There's like fat people, skinny people, like all kinds of people. And you just don't usually see um, that much representation in a movie, mm-hmm. especially a movie made by. <laughs> A white man, a white straight man. So uh, I just thought that was kind of cool about that movie. Yeah, that rocks. It's Hell just yeah. like a fun romp, you know. It's a yeah. it's a Will Ferrell movie. It's like you know, you know what to expect. And um, then I yeah, I've also watched um, the politician 
has season two out now, which I talked about. I watched season one like a while back and I talked about that on pod. But yeah, that's a good show. Uh, Hell yeah. Sweet. Also, actually a really diverse casting of a show. That's one of my favorite parts about that too. That show too. So uh, yeah, recommend. Hell yeah. I'd recommend Politician over Eurovision. But if you're looking for a fun <laughs> escapist romp, Eurovision, I guess, would also be uh, a good one to pick, probably. Tight. That rules. Hell yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have no more thoughts. Are we done? <laughs> um, I'm wiped. Okay, we're wiped. Keith, do you have anything to plug? Plugs. Um, yeah, pl- I'm going to plug one thing. I'm going to plug a podcast. It's okay. Um, Adrian Marie Brown and Autumn Brown's podcast. I think it's called Surviving the End of the World. I haven't listened to it in a moment, but this movie super reminded me of it. Um, they're two activists, writers, wonderful humans that are sisters, and they talk through like apocalypse and they use um, Octavia Butler's Parable of the Sower and Parable of the Talents as like a framework. And it's just like, Pretty cool talking about the theoretical and like real, I don't know, climate catastrophes and like sure. racial conflicts and just a bunch of shit, you know. But it reminded me of this movie a lot, except that their podcast is much more intersectional, which no, no harm done. Ellen Page and Evan Rachel Wood is a great movie, but it's a rad podcast. So yeah. Hell yeah. Sick. Um, anything else for you? No, um, I think I'm good on the plugs otherwise. All right, cool. Well, then we would like to plug uh, Thin Swimmer for our theme song. And you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Letterboxd, all the things at Screen Vomit. Subscribe on your podcast app. We are also now on Spotify, baby. Spotify. I finally damn went there. Shout out to my pal Vic, who sent me a link of how to get on Spotify. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you can tweet us or send us an email at screenvomitpod at gmail.com uh, with your thought on this movie or other movies, suggest movies for the future. I don't give a heck. Uh, and then we'll see you on the next step. Okay, bye. 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 bye.